Thursday, happy Thursday, and welcome to Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Got an awesome show planned tonight. Tonight, we'll be asking, uh, well, be more instructing how to be a rational thinker instead of an emotional thinker. Mm. Uh, most important, listen, guys, I'm back in the lab, back here at uh, <laughs> Misfits Radio That's right. Studio and everything after my little COVID hiatus. <laughs> I feel back at home, you know, and everything. I had a good time at my crib and everything, but listen. Ain't nothing like home, <laughs> you know. So you know, you know, I'm super excited about getting you know everything back started and everything, especially with being the first show of the month. That's right. Before we get started, say what's up to my awesome producer DJ Lab. What's good, brother? Good to see you. Hey, good like, see you. Likewise, good to be seen. What's up, to Slick Three Sixteen? We uh, man, I'm excited, man. I'm excited, man. I learned a lot, you know, being by myself. I really want to tell both you guys since I got you in front of me. I appreciate all you do. <laughs> it's a lot of shit to do by yourself, all right? <laughs> you know. A lot of shit. Then you got your kids supposed to be co-producers. They don't do a damn thing. They don't do nothing. You know, so, you know, you know just moderate the, this channel and moderate that. Oh, oh dad, yeah, dad, sorry. You know, <laughs> you know, so I want to yeah, personally thank y'all, you know, yeah, and thanks to PJ and Chris for doing they, what they could do, you know, and everything. But, uh, I mean, it's a great show and stuff, you know. As uh, always, we uh, before each show, we rehashed the previous week. And um, we know what's going on. We'll be in the pandemic. Uh, and not coincidentally with the pandemic, we're in the middle of a whole damn nationwide riot. Right. And uh, that's really, yeah, exactly, along with a lot of curfews and stuff. And that's kind of been the inspiration for tonight's show in regards to a lot of the things that have happened. What people have probably made emotional and feeling decisions instead of sitting down thinking and before they acted. So I want to have that kind of show because we, we actually did this show before. But we didn't really, it was just more of a touch thing. We didn't necessarily have a, a hard, tangible example to go by. Mm -hmm. And by now, with what we're going through, I think it'd be a good time to kind of go through that and discuss in relation to what's going on about, you know, being rational and logical instead of just being emotional mm -hmm. uh, with, with that. Uh, also want to let you guys know, remind everyone that we're still uh, giving out free advice. You know, again, I'm the owner of Majestic Business Services. Well, uh, being a service firm, what we do, one-stop shop for small businesses, bookkeeping, tax prep, payroll, consulting. And um, since, what, April? Being giving out free? Yeah. I think they've been giving out free advice. You know, some of you are taking well, advantage. Like more the end of March. Yeah, okay. And, and uh, some are taking advantage of it. Most of you have not. Um, you know, like I can say, it, you know, like all great things, it's going to come to an end soon. So please take advantage of it and everything. But it's been great reaching out to people, people reaching out to me rather and being able to share some knowledge and stuff. But listen, this is three days a week, free 10-minute sessions. Um, anyone that knows me knows I'm not normally free. And uh, just take advantage of it and stuff. This is my gift to everybody during these times. So, you know, if you got any personal finance, business, entrepreneurship questions, go to the link that we have on all the videos. You can go to MajesticBiz.com. Again, that's www.MajesticBiz.com. And you can go to the, the booking link and book your... Uh, You'll see the link for the free appointments. And just lock yourself in. I think every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, from 7 to 8 in the morning, or 8 or 9 in the morning to, I think, 7 to 8 p.m. And like I said, that's Eastern Standard Time. And um, it's there. So please take advantage of it because while what, what we're giving it, uh, it's been a trip, man. Just, you know, just think about the stuff we've been going through lately. Uh, I, uh, you go from maybe, what, three, four weeks ago, Excuse me, going through the Ahmad Berry uh, uh, mm -hmm. uh, incident with 
everybody was talking about, you know, we're going around in Brunswick. Mm-hmm. So now you see this kind of stuff and everything just going ballistic. Right. And um, again, tonight's show, we're discussing, you know, you know, how, how to think rationally instead of thinking emotionally. And then, you know, when everything went went off in uh, Minnesota, it's just like that uh, wound. Like you, you got a wound on and it's stitched up. Mm-hmm. But then you do something aggravated, bust wide open. Yeah, scab, scabbed over. There you Start go. Start healing a little bit, scabbed over. Uh-huh. Somebody come rip that scab off. Yeah, exactly. And it bleeding like hell. Yeah. And it has went ballistic, man. And I think on both sides, I'm talking about from you know, the citizens and the uh, uh, the police, man. Everybody doing some shit. You be like, what the hell? Right. You know, and, and that was the biggest thing because, you know, we just go through everyday life. And you look at different instances, you know, supervisors say some fly stuff to you. <clears throat> you be want to go outside their head yeah. or tell them what you really feel. <laughs> right. And you got to kind of compose yourself just to kind of just say, like, look, let me go on and uh, let that be yeah. whatever and everything. The whole point, like, if you say something out of the way, you know they're going to report you. Mm-hmm. But you don't even, it don't even really cross your mind to, uh, to report it. them. It's just like, you know, you want to just be impulsive and say something back, fly to them. And, um. Even when you sit there and look at, <clears throat> excuse me, some of, uh, you know, videos of even officers enticing people. Cause I seen a, was two officers pulled, had a kid pulled over. Mm-hmm. Lady got him out of the lady officer got the kid out of the car. She's like, oh, you're not going to run from me, are you? I'm just going to hold, you know, you're not going to run. You know, just saying stuff like. Super like, shit like. Look, I don't know what the hell you even got me out of the car for. Right. And just those kind of things. And now you, and, and uh, the good and bad. The camera is there to protect. Now the mm-hmm. bad part is now you got to hey, you got to stay on your P's and Q's right. on both sides, and um, that kind of goes back. You, you you ever looked at the uh, it's a video going out viral right now with uh, the undercover FBI agent. Yeah, sitting on the porch. Sitting, sitting on the porch. Sitting in front of the store. Sitting in front of the store. store. I thought about that and, the other day. And the thing that stuck with me was. You know, the guys pull them over, say he looks suspicious or whatever, look like, you know, somebody. And they that, walk up to him. They walk up to him. sitting there smoking a cigarette. Yeah, sitting there smoking a cigarette. The issue comes up with that is they were super wrong. Mm-hmm. Profiled him, came with everything. But, hell, he effed up when he turned into straight Negro man. <laughs> you about the dumbest SOBs. Right. I can't believe y'all this, that, and that, and everything. So you're talking you're an FBI agent. Where you supposed to, we're talking about the highest of the highest for professionalism. Mm-hmm. All that stuff went out the damn window. When you start cussing them out. So now you're going to have to go in front of your director because they wrong. But the thing that is now, they can turn around and spin it. Well, he was acting crazy. He was doing this, that, and that. And that's the side of it we got to look at because were they wrong for doing it? Absolutely. Now, but did you kind of weaken your case by how you reacted? Uh Yeah. Because now you're going to sit here and say, you're in front of an agency like, why you... Do all that. Now you sit here and did all that kind of stuff. Because they could, at the end of the day, you think about it, because I'm not trying to justify nothing, but we got to understand our reaction contain our reasons. Right. And that's why I want to talk about tonight's show, because you got folks out here tearing up shit everywhere, stealing folks' stuff and everything, and, you, and they're using it all behind, you know, uh, justice and all that. And I'm, I'm, I'm stuck on some different stuff, man. You want to tell some shit? Tell your shit. <laughs> not mine, right? Yeah, not mine. Again, tonight's show, we're talking about how to be a rational thinker instead of emotional thinker. And, you know, here's the deal. When 
all of us know one of the hardest things in the world is to own something. You get your first car, you get your house, you know, you get your clothes and all that kind of stuff. You feel so good about it, and you appreciate it because you know what it took to get that house, mm -hmm. what it took to get that car. And even when you, like, maybe bump into somebody else's car or something like that, hey, man, I'm sorry, because you appreciate it because you know what it took to get that, mm -hmm. right? And when you see folks just go out there easily, break in somebody's stuff, set it on fire, tear it up, now you're sitting there wondering, what in the world could cause that? You know what I'm saying? And that's the what could give you the uh, the free roam to go out there and do that? And I think that's the thing, you know, you know, I, I want to discuss because I, a lot of people are using the, the 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 excuse of this is justice and we're trying to, you know, make sure, you know, we're getting equality for certain things. But at the end of the day, is that really what you're going to get? Are you going to get justice? Are you going to get, uh, you know, what's right or equal shell back for doing it? I don't know. Because I think a lot of the messages for equality, a lot of the messages for justice are going to get lost. Because people are there tearing every damn thing up. So that was, like I said, the, the premise for tonight's show. Again, we're talking about um, how to be a rational thinker as opposed, instead of being an emotional thinker. And that was, uh, I, I understand, you know, anybody having, you know, being frustrated. I've been frustrated. I've been pissed off before. I've been hurt. But there's always a way to handle frustration. There's a way to handle pain. There's a way to handle hurt. And I think... We're at a point now you got so many people moving emotionally. Mm -hmm. Nobody sit here thinking about what, what's the cause or how we can fix it and everything. Right. Because I can't, I'm trying to find a correlation between breaking in the iPhone store and George Floyd. No, I'm thinking the gate. I think, I know it do. I know it do. Because that's the thing about it, you know. And, and uh, that's one thing we're going to talk about in the show is in, re in regards to that, what those kind of things do when you operate from an emotional standpoint mm -hmm. <clears throat> to kind of negate some of your legitimacy right. of your cause and everything. So uh, that's why I think this show was really, really neat tonight. Again, it's a change of lives hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Back in the lab tonight, Misfits uh, Studio. I'm saying the right, Mrs. Yeah, yeah, Mrs. Yeah, Radio yeah, Studio, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you know, you and I'm, I'm home tonight, man. So I'm back in the zone, back on my couch, you know, talking and everything. Got my family around me and everything. Yeah, I'm feeling yeah. good and everything. Um, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, Change Your Life, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Over 200 videos uh, listed. We over 3,000 subscribers. Um, also check out Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, business, uh, real estate investing, both that the YouTube channels and the Facebook channel been growing uh, in, uh, in tremendously, and I do everything with you guys supporting everything. So keep checking out all the videos. You like the show and everything. Uh, like the video, subscribe. Make sure you share it with some friends. Mm -hmm. Now, going into tonight's show, what I want to first kind of start off, you know, and it's uh give a little definition in terms of we're looking at emotional and rational thinkers and a lot of times people don't want to look at themselves being emotional especially men because men sometimes associate being emotional emotional with being feminine right uh and you're right so, <laughs> <laughs> 
Guys, that don't mean you're twisting. Right. That right. don't mean you keep your legs together when you sit down. That just means <laughs> you talk too damn much. You don't know when to shut the hell up. <laughs> That's all it means, fellas. And, you know, and a hit dog a holler. But one thing about even with emotional people, they uh, see the world through lenses of how they actually make a certain group or make people feel. Um, a lot of times they, they have the ability to notice beauty and feelings. And they can empathize with suffering. Mm -hmm. So they see a lot of stuff and like, man, it's, it's reaction to reaction. Not a lot of thought goes into things, but it's more so like, hey, I see it happening. Mm -hmm. I got to move. They say it's something to me. I got to say something back. Mm -hmm. You did me wrong. I got to do something back. No kind of processing in terms of, yeah, you did something to me, but this is the proper way to respond. Mm -hmm. Nothing like that. It's just, you know, one, two, three, just re do it, done a reaction, you know, and Unfortunately, that's not a way you can function in the society. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, we all can't do that. It's not a Wild West where it's always an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, you know, and everything. So I think a lot of times people kind of stuck on that. And that's why you probably see a lot of people reacting the way they're acting because they're looking at, you know, and I understand the, the hurt and pain and frustration, but at the end of the day, uh, most of their reactions are caused hurt and pain on people that had nothing to do with it. Right. It, you know. I I'm, think the I think the emotional reaction is it feels good for that moment. You know what I mean? You just like somebody do something to you and you like, oh, I'm gonna get them back, and you get them back, and you feel good about the get back. But four or five hours later, it was just to get back. It, it, it hasn't sustained you any. But um, I think the 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 emotional reaction always feels good. Yeah, I I, I can see you that. Know, you were like, man. <laughs> you know yeah and when stuff happens instantly like when stuff happens to you um that you wasn't expecting to happen or somebody does something to you that you wasn't expecting them to do your automatic i don't care who it is a lot of times most people's automatic response is oh i'm gonna get that mother back but yeah. then you have to sit down and think about it for a second because it's been many times i'm like i'm gonna get that mother back mm -hmm. and then after a day or two it's gone away like ah but right then that moment it was on and popping <laughs> how many how many how many of you have had that moment where you might have snapped at your supervisor mm -hmm. and you gave it to them and they sitting there like and you walk out and you know you probably fired and you're like yeah you feeling good everybody like yeah there you go there you go <laughs> and you get to your car and you're on your way home you're like what the hell did i do god are they gonna hold my check are they gonna <laughs> Why gonna kill me? Sometimes I watch the shit I need to be told, though. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I can dig it, but we talking about <laughs> once that's all done, you done blew it all up. Right, right. But once right. the dust settles, where you at now? All right. And now you sitting there like, oh, Lord. I need that job. Yeah, I need that job. <laughs> you think about the bill you gotta pay at the end of the month. Right, You're like, man, right. I hope they don't hold my check. I know I'm in a hole with my vacation days. <laughs> God, Ooh, no, right? <laughs> you know, and it's like sometimes somebody don't, you know pull you into a trap, but you mm -hmm. got to react. And that's the thing about it, man. You know, you uh, a lot of times you see people that are emotional. They're um, they're unwilling to accept things they can't necessarily change. Mm -hmm. And um, most of them a lot, you know, short sighted. They can't, you know, that's a weakness a lot of them have. They just look at it right then and there. They don't look at big picture and everything. Tomorrow, and that's exactly. Whatever. So you're talking about you're turning around your going and blowing up damn stores in your neighborhood, breaking in and tearing up shit, and you're in your mind, you're like, okay, 
we're going to get these folks back. This the corporation. They make money in our neighborhood. But, okay, once this building is who said they're going to bring it back? All right. Once it's gone. Tell you something funny. Well, it's not really funny. Um, I had uh, on my, you know, because I you know, stream on different platforms, mm -hmm. put different videos. So I did a promo on TikTok. One of the followers on TikTok said, uh, it doesn't matter because it's just property insurance. Mm -hmm. And the property insurance can turn around and, and pay for everything, so it's not going to hurt anybody. Right. And, I, I mean, it hit me like a damn light. You know, and I responded to them like, you know, number one, you don't tear up nobody else's stuff. Mm -hmm. That's their shit. You don't tear it up. And then, number two, you don't know if their insurance is going to cover a riot. Right. And everything like that. We get property liability. Yeah, yeah. That shit for like, you know, theft, uh, 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 tornado. Oh, they word yeah, that it, stuff it, right. Like, if it, you, like, I'm going to give you one good example. When it flooded here, in, when I guess a while back, when it flooded, people were, and, and it rained, people were, had uh, insurance. It's like, you know, if the weather caused it, you know, and they was like, no, nah, your house flooded. You ain't have flood insurance. They were like, but it rained. And, it, and, it, and the weather messed up my house, and they was like, no, it flooded. It's like it rained first, then it then the rain caused the water to rise. So they they didn't realize that the wording was, you know, different. So everybody's insurance is different. The wording, the, the insurance company's not going to make it easy. Absolutely. They're not going to make it easy. And if they do give you insurance, they're going to depreciate something. They're not going to give you what you think is valued at. Mm. They're going to depreciate. It always depreciates. It depreciates. A car depreciates as soon as you drive it off the lot. Absolutely. And then you're looking at another thing, you know, you don't know what a person's deductible is. You're a business owner. You don't know what a deductible is. And then um, the other thing I think is probably the most damn important, this is what people are really losing. Like I said, most importantly, it ain't your shit. So you don't have to be tearing up somebody's business. But if you just had that sh that short side and it's like insurance to pay for it, it could take you four months to a year for the total recovery between the uh, 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 the res restoration from the, the insurance company to the rebuild to just get done. Mm -hmm. Just get a, and in that meantime, who to say you can still stay open? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing about it, just to have that short sided emotion. I can tear their stuff up. Like I said again, man, it's so hard in this world to have something. Mm -hmm. You know, just just to have anything in this world. Why would you want to tear up somebody's stuff and tear up stuff in your community? Because mm -hmm. what you don't know is what if it's gonna come back. Right. So you burn the Kroger down, burn the Target down. They have no incentive to come back, man. We ain't gonna do that every time the folk get mad. They want to tear up and burn up stuff. So why in the hell are we gonna come back? Right. So now you start, you start, you're affecting, you're already affecting your personal economy. You're affecting, you know, from uh, actual commerce, jobs, and everything like that. And, again, when you make these kind of reactions, there's no thought into, I'm going to do this to hurt their feelings, but I'm not going to look back how this is going to happen. We're going to make change. Okay. Even if they make change, just say, quote, unquote, change. Get a whole new police force in. You still got this burn up ass target in your damn neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the kind of thing I'm thinking about. Like, there's no thought process in terms of, what I want and getting that in you know, across, mm -hmm. that reaction, tearing up stuff. And, again, it really come down, you think about it. But I want to make, I want to say something real quick. I'm just Anybody starts brother. commenting, uh -huh. we know that everybody out there wasn't looting and mm -hmm. wasn't rioting. There was a lot of peaceful protesters out there. And a lot of people that was tearing up shit and rioting was not from Atlanta. So let's just make that clear. But keep going. That's a good point, but here's the deal with that is. 
and, and that's a great but that's not that's a that's a great point but when we open the door like that we got to take consideration that's gonna come too mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you can have some folks for peaceful protests and some folks ain't a damn fool at mm-hmm. the end of the day that's why we got to be smart about some of the conversations and things we have because mm-hmm. we know that you can have fools with certain things. Exactly. Everybody know I'm in a lot of public organizations. You know, one of them being Black Men United. Um, one thing I, I always say with the brothers, we're very careful about, and I'm I'm probably one of the big biggest mouths. We have to be very strategic on who we partner up with and who we get out there with. Because mm-hmm. we on some mentor, mentoring, helping young kids, helping the community, and we get out there. Hey man, we're gonna burn this whole MF down. We're gonna kill everybody. This, that, and that. You see a BMU shirt. That's who did it. That's who did. That's who they did. They were there, and you have to be very conscious of that. So I say this to say that I understand that, but you got to think about certain things like that too when you, mm-hmm. when you're doing that and stuff. And that that goes back to why I said the logical thinking. That doesn't. That's not making an excuse, but that's being real. Mm-hmm. I get and you. everything with that. And typically, if you're in leadership positions. With organizing stuff like that, you have to understand, like, look, once we do certain things, we open the door. Because when when you have a lot of time when protests and rallies are happening, what do they say? Y'all, everybody come on out, come on out and support. They don't say, well, we want short black bald men come out there and support. <laughs> they say everybody. All right. So that means you're bringing everybody. The folks that are, you know, progressive thinking, the folks that can sit here, mm-hmm. the folks with a lot of spirit, and the damn fools. Every damn body. So you just got to, that's why you got to sort of have a little foresight to say, eh, it might not be the best thing. And I'm not saying that that anything was done wrong, but that's just part of it and everything like that. And it's been like that forever. I, I, I think every, you know, uh, uh, every kind of rally or protest, we talk about even going back from the civil rights area, they had planted people in there. They had folks that, were, you know, that, that, that's always been the case. Yeah, I mean, you 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 hear about all the leading tales with like COINTELPRO and all that stuff, all the spies that they had in civil rights and even with the nation. I mean, that's not nothing new. Right. You just got to kind of be, I think, have a little foresight what's going on. Um, but even with with this, we're going, I remember the day they uh they were protesting at the CNN Center. Mm-hmm. And again, man, you sitting there like I, I don't, I, I don't think there were a lot of planted seeds. I think you just had a lot of folks with raw emotions, mm-hmm. losing their damn cool tan up stuff and like we tired of this we tired of that and again you sitting there like this ain't the way to go about it right this ain't the way to go about it and like i hear folks say certain things about the nation was made around violence and all that kind of stuff and everything i, I hear that being said but are you think you're gonna get the reaction you, you expect to get right that's a, that, that's the thing about it and when we go back into it again i have more respect for you go out there and burn your damn car <laughs> Cause you know your losses. Yeah, burn burn your damn car up, <laughs> burn your house down, and, and, and tell look, tell the mortgage company, you know, you know, f you. Right. Tell your insurance company, you know, your mall that you got a car with, and and, and uh, whoever got the loan or uh, the car loan with, f you. Right. Now you'll show me you for the cause. Don't right. go burn nobody else shit up. That <laughs> they don't burn. Don't, don't make them sacrifice. Yeah, and it ain't no damn discrimination. They burning down white, black, mm. blue, yellow. Bit they just burning down businesses and looting them. No, man, you can't do that. Right. You can't do that. You can't do that. That's and, and it's not right. Being impulsive and everything. We we talk. I, I talked a, a lot of times to a lot of youth in terms of just with a um, conflict resolution. You know, even just with interaction with the police. I'm not one of those. 
I mean, I ain't never been the one to, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, keep your hand, this, that, and that, do all that kind of stuff and everything. I would teach my kids respect and compliance. Right. We don't have to go overboard. You ain't got to turn into Benson Dubois and everything <laughs> with just that. But I will tell my kids at the end of the day, all that stuff on YouTube is just on YouTube. Right. You go and ask them, you know, am I being detained or why are you pulling me over? You're never going to win an argument on the side of the road. This, this is true. You're never going to win. And so if you go through, let's look at a scenario. Uh, you know, base scenario we look at, guy gets pulled over, he arguing with the police. Police dead wrong why he pulled him over. But you don't know the damn law. Only thing you know is maybe some law and order or Matlock, <laughs> Perry Mason, you watch it with your granddaddy back in the day. Right. That's all you know about damn law. And you give you you go to get locked up and go to jail. And you working Joe. So let's go through the scenario. You forgot that you ain't got the registration or something up, updated. Now, you can't get your car to impound for three or four damn days. Now you got $200 to pay to get you out of impound. You took you a day or two to get bonded out of jail. You done lost your damn job because you ain't been able to call because of that. Call in. Yeah. Now you got to get a lawyer to litigate this damn case because a public defender ain't going to go through all this stuff to get it off your record and everything. And then when you go to court, now you got to go through all these different legal fees. You already two or three thousand dollars in the hole. Well, it could have been you could have got the ticket. Mm-hmm. The next morning, went down to the police station and put down a, a, a complaint. Mm-hmm. Work with some attorney and maybe for not even a hundred bucks to get all them tickets and stuff waived and been cool. Right. You can't win on the side of the road. Okay. Because at the end of the day, they sit there and take you in. Now you're sitting there arguing with him. Now that's another thing. He was belligerent. He was this. He was that. You got to be smooth about certain things. Think. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about it. And you're able to go home to your family, live another day, and you can fight it. You can't argue with them. You see them cats like, yeah, am I being detained and all that kind of stuff? Look, that's all that kind of stuff is at their discretion to sit here and say how they felt threatened or you being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Man, take the ticket. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Fight it the next day. Do it the right way. But yeah. you, you sit down, you did it your way because you want to tell it to them. You listen to your girlfriend or wife on the passenger side. Why are you this? Why are you that? <laughs> oh, Lord. Them jumping cables for real. Oh, Lord. You look like no punk in front yeah. of you. Oh, <laughs> man. Now they busting the glass, dragging you out there, dragging her out there. Yeah. You know, and everything and stuff. And she hollering. That's the first time she said stop the whole dang time. <laughs> man, look, let it go. Let it go. It's a proper way to do things and stuff. And, I, and again, I ain't saying kiss nobody's tail or stay outside of regular normal compliance. I'm just saying think. Because you don't know who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that officer can be deranged or crazy. Mm-hmm. Look, lose the battle, win the war. Mm-hmm. That's my platoon site say to me all the time. We can we take care of that the next day. Right. And everything. Nobody wants to get demeaned. Nobody wants to get disrespected. I get that. Mm-hmm. God knows I don't. But at the end of the day, you got to be very smart about certain things how you got to go about it and right. the the problem is a lot of times people just don't want to be smart people put emotions ahead of certain things mm-hmm. you know when somebody try you in business and like man you trying to get over on me or whatever like, look man we just ain't gonna do this deal mm-hmm. well sometimes folk might want to snatch somebody up and slap them and all that kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> that's not the the wisest way to to go about certain things you know right. And you see a lot of people, you see that where people handle stuff on social media, mm-hmm. cursing each other out and stuff like that. You're like, look, man, let it go. Let it go. Look right now with all these athletes 
they had the thing with Drew Brees, and they asking these guys how they feel. These are athletes. Right. Like, that's they play sports. I'm not saying they don't have an intellect. They can't think. But, damn, man, you know, what do you want? He's they, not the moral they, compass no of the PhD. country. They ain't no PhD. It, right? it, 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 exactly. <laughs> but, but this is one thing I, I think with a lot of people, and, you know, me being a veteran, people have to just understand a couple things. One of the premises of this country is that everybody has the right to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with it until you start imposing your opinion on other people where it can impress and affect somebody else. You know, right. my way of thinking stop you from getting a job or keep you away from doing certain opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's when the issue come. But if I, you know, I'm five foot six. A lot of women don't like short men. Mm-hmm. Okay, can they supposed to go to jail for that? No. <laughs> they just got bad taste. You know, so yeah. we just <laughs> You know, bad taste. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but we can't get caught into, right. uh, you know, like me go short, man. F that, you know, no. And people are entitled to their opinion, and you have to respect that. Everybody not gonna like black people. Mm. All black people not gonna like all white people. The thing of it is, is that you have to be able to respect that person. You, you see what I'm saying? Right. And that's the thing I think what people get lost in. They don't like black folks. Okay. Okay. They don't like white folks. Uh, okay. So, and you getting upset uh, uh, about that. That's how they feel. So why the hell are you all there trying to get a job from them? Exactly. Now, again, don't assume because you work at a job, they like you. Right. They, they tolerate the body. Yeah, they tolerate you because you, you know, help them make some money. Mm-hmm. But don't get it twisted. I, I say that all the time. I say, look, I be telling people all the time. I tell friends, I say, look, we good. We, we, we good nine to five. But we ain't buddies after 5 o'clock. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know you. I don't know how you talk about me when I go home. So 9 to 5, we good. We partners. Everything tight. We're going to get this work done. Absolutely. As soon as I punch that clock, mm-hmm. uh, who? <laughs> such and such who? Yeah. <laughs> and if you, you know, if you had some people you're close with at your job, that's fine. But I think people need to be realistic about mm-hmm. everybody's not entitled to be cool with cool you, you or right. like you. Right. And like I said, the, the, now the issue comes up with being oppressive because just like if you want to have your peaceful rally, talking about talking about police brutality, mm-hmm. you have to respect the Aryans, the Nazis when they want to do it. You might not like it, right. but they're entitled to have the same things you have. Just like your tax dollars give you the availability to say what you want to say, theirs do too. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the issue comes up on both on any side is when you start op- opposing certain things on other people that can affect them negatively. And I think once people kind of get that, that's the thing about it. And the reason why a lot of times I think people don't want to be short-sighted with that is because a lot of times they just feel like they ain't at a certain point in life or certain thing they feel like they ain't got where, and I'm not necessarily talking about money. I'm just talking about maybe, you know, they've been wronged or they didn't get this promotion or they didn't get this and that guy got that. That could be, you know, that, white, that black guy got that job because he's black. That white guy got that promotion because he's white. And it's inner stuff inside of him. The telephone, you can't feel it. I mean, let, let him feel how he feel. Right. If he feel that way and that's it, that's the thing. And I just think that people got to understand that. Because I feel most secure. If I know you feel that way, then you my don't. damn supervisor. I'm trying to figure out why the hell I can't get a damn promotion after four years. And you actually, you know, the grand wizard. <laughs> right, right. Damn man, I know I did it right. I know I did it. Yeah, I, I know I did it right. Sad now. Uh, yeah, exactly. I did all this stuff right. Everything Christian I Christian only to be. been here four months. He's already been promoted. Exactly, exactly. 
But you got people that's that way. And again, you have to be able to get out of that emotional side of it and react it. And that's why you got a whole damn city out here burning all over the country because people being emotional. Mm -hmm. Now, these folks is out here looting and tearing up shit and stuff like that. They got nothing to do with that. They already, you know, it just gave them an excuse to be out here like, oh, man, going down there. You know, just tear up stuff and everything. But we talking about just from a fundamental standpoint, people have to be able to accept that everybody don't feel the way you feel. Mm -hmm. Again, when the line is crossed in terms of, you know, they're doing something that can affect you negatively, that's different. Mm -hmm. But as far as they think this way, you think the way that's different. Now, again, we're talking about even from a police relation, that's probably different. That's a whole different story, mm -hmm. sto uh, uh, show, sorry, but in regards to, you know, how to handle them and them doing that. But right now we're just talking about as far as our responses as an individual and how an emotional response can negatively affect you. And everything. So now we spin out to that. We're gonna go over uh, rational things. But first, you know, again, remind everybody, uh, this is Changing Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Tonight's show we're discussing how to think rationally instead of emotionally. Uh, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden, and uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Over 200 videos of this great-looking guy that's been giving all these good information out and stuff. So <laughs> if you think this show is great, just make wait till you go to the YouTube channel, see all the other videos and stuff. Right. And um, next, what I want to do is go into, you know, describe, talk about rational thinking, logical thinking. Again, it's not that one is right or one is, uh, one is wrong, but we're going to kind of look at the pros and cons of both and just being realistic about how more oftentimes the uh, emotional side can negatively affect you. The rational side can probably negatively affect you, negatively affect you more so when, you're more so a little more stuck on certain things, you know, and everything. Mm -hmm. But uh, at least you're doing some kind of thinking. And when right. we started looking at rational thinkers, the first thing come up, you know, they always look at things in a, in a logical way. One, two, three, four, five. If you do this, this happens, and then that can happen, and that can happen. Again, I was just like I was telling Lab earlier, um, with some of the things that I have not done, a lot of it just been analysis paralysis. You know, me being a smart guy, right. I overthink so much stuff that. I kind of keep myself stuck instead of just doing some stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's helped me a lot, you know, over the years in terms of, hey, I don't make rush decisions and stuff. But then some decisions are never made because I'm overthinking stuff instead of just getting to it. Right. So you take the good and the bad with that. But that's the thing about a lot of rational things. Just think very logically and very methodical about stuff. And kind of look at everything like it's a puzzle. Like mm -hmm. you just fit everything in place. Mm -hmm. If we do all that, then it'll be right. Sometimes it is, sometimes it not, isn't. Right. I couldn't tell you if it's more right or wrong when you're that way or not, but it's just in terms of that thought process, um, everything has to be fitting in place for a certain thing to happen. It can't just be some probably way that's totally outside the box. Right. You know, and everything we're doing. Right. Like, nah, that ain't how you do it. That's how it's normally done. Uh, but they, they they always look at it like it's a cause and effect. Right. It ain't never just a damn effect. No, man, you know, you had to, you know, uh, 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 slap him or you had to entice them. No, no. That's just, <laughs> just, just You just hit me for no damn reason. <laughs> so what did you do? What did you wear? What did you right. What did you breathe? Right. No, no, he just hit me, man. <laughs> I'm just walking out and got hit, yeah. You know, and it's always just like a, some kind of logical pro progression, you know, from the beginning to the end. Like I said, it just had to be some kind of reason why that happened. It right. just couldn't just happen and everything. Um, Sometimes they're looked at as um, 
cold and I'm feeling. I got this because I work hard and I did this. If you work hard, you get the same damn thing. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes some people just had, you know, a lot of damn bad luck. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> a lot of bad luck. Some people just had a lot of bad luck. Some people made some bad decisions. But some folks just, hey, they couldn't get a damn break. They work hard, just as hard as everybody else, mm -hmm. just couldn't get a damn break. And it's possible. And there's it's a lot possible. of people out there like that and everything. And I think you have a um, – America's kind of like an exception, but you have a lot of countries, you know, they're born and, like, they, they live in permanent caste systems. Mm -hmm. like if you born in a poor family, you're destined to stay poor. poor. Uh, America's just a little different. I think that spoils people until you start, you know, looking and learning how things are abroad how people act and deal mm -hmm. differently and stuff. But a lot of times people just got that, I got mine, you should get yours. Mm -hmm. And forget, like, okay, you got yours because of this, that, and that. A lot of it do have uh, a tribute to a lot of hard work, sacrifice you made over the years. But some other time might have been luck. Might mm -hmm. people caring for you. Might have been right place, right time. A mm -hmm. lot of things and stuff. But some folks, you know, that are um, too rational, they kind of look at that. Um, they, they, they don't have that... Uh, uh, a lot of feeling and empathy today, you know, just, just, just you know, uh, uh, thinking, you know, just that they, they don't, they don't feel that, like, right, they you know, yeah, no, no remorse, kind of cold, right? It is what it is, black and That's white, it. and everything. <laughs> um, is that a better way to be an emotional? I, I, I don't want to use word better. I think what we all have to kind of do is find that uh, great median. It oh, should be a mixture of a little yeah. bit of both. Exactly. Because you gotta have a little empathy, you gotta have a little caring. You gotta have you gotta understand somebody's pain just a little bit mm -hmm. to understand why they act the way that they act or why they're doing what they're doing. You can't just be, well, you know what I mean? You just can't have an attitude like, Oh well, sorry, it's too bad, so sad because I mean I mean I guess it'll get you far because you don't have any feelings, but do you wanna be known as the person with no feelings? I mean it's just it, you got to have a little bit of both. I think a little bit of both, maybe a little bit of, you know, rational more than emotional, but it's, it's got to be mixed in there a little bit. What well, even to that point, Lab, in terms of just do you want to be lab labeled as the person with no feeling? A lot of times they don't give a damn. Yeah. You know, well, a lot of times, well, you got to think about it. I'm going to give you an example. If you're the person with no feelings, if you go to, if you're at, at your job, like you just said, you may say something to somebody that you don't think is a big deal, but it may hurt their feelings, and you like, why they tripping? I ain't, you know what I'm saying? But a person who may feel a little bit may think about it before they say it. Well, I don't know. Karen might not like if I say that, so I'm not going to say it. Whereas a person with no feeling, I'm like, man, I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm going to give you a funny story. <laughs> this is probably my first instance of, uh, it's not discrimination, but probably, uh, I don't know the exact term, in terms of when you just say things that are uh, inappropriate at work. Mm -hmm. I was in the Army by 19. And one of the platoon sergeants was calling a girl in my platoon. Said, girl, you showed and got fat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, you know, people try to help him out. Uh -huh. Sorry, chill out, Sarge. Yeah. Hell no, she is fat. <laughs> you know, in the Army, right. everybody's brutally uh -huh. honest. Now, again, it's a young, young white female, so she just turning candy apple red. Right. She's just embarrassed. She is fat. This old brother from Louisiana. <laughs> Look at her. She needed to do some push-up. Gosh, I'm telling you, probably you go. You ain't going to be in the Army too long. You either going to uh, uh, get put out or you might have a heart attack. He's just oh, saying, geez. oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and it wasn't. People weren't laughing. 
Right. He, I don't even necessarily know if he was uh, trying, to be, trying to be funny. He was just being so damn honest. Uh-huh. But it was so out of place to do that. Mm-hmm. And again, there's nothing in the military that, you know, again, that's one thing about the Army, man. It's like a code that everybody's going to be very, very honest with you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he just, the way he went at him, just say, you fat. Just, mm-hmm. there was nothing professional, impotent, this, that, and that. Right. He would be honest and everything with him, but that wasn't the way to go about that. Okay, I got it. And uh, neither side, I know she put in a complaint. He didn't get in trouble, slap. But that was one of the first instances I seen or uh, uh, learned from, like, hey, man, you really can't be saying what the hell you want to say. Right. Because, again, I'm coming from hell, Bankhead Highway playing sports with a coach mm-hmm. calling you a SOB. Right. Or whatever, <laughs> you know. So I don't. I'm already coming out because that, that stuff didn't phase me, right? You know, and everything. Like, yeah, I'm used to it and everything. Um, but you know, from a professional standpoint, like I said, I was about 19. I don't even think I was 20 years old. I think I was my first, my first duty station, and uh, that's when you see that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what then you learn? Hey, that's not. That's not cool. That's how we need to do that. Right, you know, right. anything like that. We're professional, and those kind of things, people that are just so logical. This is it. This is the way you need to be. They're, they're stuck like that. The good part about even being that way is that you structure it and you're going to go by. You don't really make mistakes. You don't, you know, you, well, you, you kind of mitigate a lot of your mistakes and bad things happen because you're going in a structured way. Hey, we need to do this, 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 that, and that to kind of alleviate some of the bad stuff that's happening. You learn from your mistakes and so you go through it in the proper channels. You, uh, you give all kind of thought and make contingent plans. You know what I mean? Like contingent plans is plans that, you know, that are like your your plan B or your you know your just in case plans mm-hmm. if things don't go right you know you give all this kind of foresight so if we go down there and protest and the fools come out this is how we're gonna handle that mm-hmm. you know when we go to the table to talk to these people we're gonna have this agenda to speak on we're not just gonna go out there and call for justice okay because here's the deal I learned this back in my single player days when you sit there and poke at a girl. And you sit down and she said, hey, Poochie, what you want? Right. And I don't really know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> what, you, what you want, right? Do I want it now? Do I want it forever? Do I want it this? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. But right. you didn't ask me. You know what I'm saying? You're moving <laughs> too fast, girl. But you got to be prepared. I got you. You got to go. You got to be prepared in everything. <laughs> A lot of time, if you don't go prepared, it diminishes, it, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's what happened a lot of time because now people are asking what what you want. Mm-hmm. We want justice, and here's the deal: what happened a lot of time with justice. Uh, I've seen far too often, and this is probably not going to be a, uh, a popular uh, response, but I've seen far too often situations like this that uh, that family get a check and that family disappear. I ain't saying this is going to be the case with them, but you know, I've seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they open their checkbook, and they cut a check to the family, and the family disappear off the stage. Mm-hmm. And you don't sit down and put yourself at risk to protest, boycott, and everything in this person's name. You know, in respect to the family and everything, family got a check, family gone, mm-hmm. and now you sitting there like. Why are you complaining? The family not saying nothing. Right. And it happens a lot, brother. It so happens you gotta a lot. Switch it. You got to switch that agenda off that family and switch it to an overall agenda of, of, of 
more than just that one thing. It, and it's hard to do that when the family's yeah. not on board. Right. Because that's what gave the whole, uh, the initial fuel, mm-hmm. because the family was on board. Yeah, that's what I mean by switching the focus off of them. Once you start protesting and doing everything, and that's a part of it, you know, uh, Ahmad and Rihanna, all of them, that's a part of it. But you got to switch the focus of, you got to switch the focus off them and more of everyone. We got to get justice. We got to make sure that when we get pulled up, we don't feel like we all going to get shot or killed. We got to feel like that when we go uh, to court, we're going to get a fair shake at it. It's more than just them, even though they were the main focus of why we were out here. But there's other injustices that happens every day in the courtroom, not just this. Not just when my son goes out or your son goes out, we don't want to feel like if they outside driving somewhere mm-hmm. and they don't come back at the normal time they got, we got to feel like they're being, they, they may be arrested or shot or killed in the middle of the street. We don't know anything about it because the police didn't, thought he had a gun, he had a cell phone or something like that. So I think it's more of an all-inclusive thing than the focus on, on just that, even though that's why we're there. But we have to, we have to some kind of way fade it over to what the end result will be from that you get what i mean i totally get what you mean we keep them in the mix of course we're gonna keep them in the suit but we gotta figure out the abcs of the suit what what do we what do we where are we going from here because once that dies down we still need something to sustain us forward and we gotta figure out where we're going and how we're gonna get there and what path we're gonna take in order to get to that destination totally agree with you totally agree with you the the thing that gets affected with that is and you're absolutely right the thing to get affected with that is you lose a lot because one of your selling points is, and the strong selling point, how it affects people. How did it affect the mother? How did it affect the father? How did it affect the children? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they gone. Well, they're cool. So why are you guys still fussing? Well, we don't want it to be my son. Well, the family don't sound that hurt that much. They, mm-hmm. They're not even protesting. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things, man. And again, I'm just bringing light to mm-hmm. that. And, I, and, and again, I'm not trying to sit here and say, I got a solution for that because, hell, uh, People all day and night always screaming, my baby, my baby, and I want justice. But then they got that half a million dollar check, or hell, sometimes a $5,000 check in front of them. They forget about their baby real quick. Yeah. You know, and they're I, trying and to get I get that, and I understand yeah. that. That's why I'm saying that our focus needs to, we need to transition. We need to transition from that. You know what I mean? We need to transition to, uh, uh, of course, like I said, that that's why we're here. But we need to transition to um that's why we're here but this is what we all need absolutely what we all want even though that mother and father are not there we didn't train we didn't change the narrative anyway so they're not the focus anymore of course they're part of it but we're changing the narrative ourselves in order to do that we got to have less chiefs cooking in Uh the kitchen you know what i'm saying yeah and more indians to follow we got to figure out who the chief gonna be who who gonna do this the right way the way that we think they because everybody has their opinion on who they think should be the person to speak but we gotta all have the same it may not be exactly the same but it's gotta we not we may be going down the path we might not go down the path some might be skipping some mm-hmm. might be running some might be walking yeah. but we gotta make sure that we're all going down that same path gotcha. and when that fork in the road come we can't have 15 other people go this way and we keep and other people go this way and the other people going we all got to keep going straight or to the left or to the right well see the, 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 that's kind of like going with with the whole premise of tonight's show we talking about being thinking rational and emotionally mm-hmm. what you're saying is like okay cool this is a straight blueprint on how to get this stuff done the flip side of it is there's no energy and emotion we're trying to be strategic. Mm-hmm. So that what happens is when you just start saying all that stuff, which is right, 
you know, that shit boring. <laughs> yeah. So when you start talking to boring shit, nobody want to talk. Right. But then when you got talking to all the crazy stuff, I won't say crazy, but energetic stuff, mm-hmm. people just now, oh, yeah, let's tear this shit up. Let, let's go burn it up. Let's mm-hmm. go da 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 you know. And again, now you're thinking on both sides. You got people down there cussing the damn police out. You know, wrong way to go about it. You got these damn crazy-ass cops sitting here want to swing. Look at it. Look at them guys, six cops. Done lost their damn job. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say that. Let me start here. I know I have not seen the whole film. Let me start that off. So the kids did something before this, that, and that. I think there could have been a lot of better decision-making on all sides. Mm-hmm. But when you cross the line, like, okay, look, man, you know, hell, you done stunned them several times. You done messed them up and everything. And, it, hey, man, at some point, after you got in so many kicks and punches and twists <laughs> and that, shit now, you know. <laughs> And that's the thing about it. And, and you just got to exercise better decision-making. Mm-hmm. The thing that stuck with me with the George Floyd instance, man, to be honest with you, was the guy, the, the Asian officer. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I look back on my days in the military. Typically, what happened, we, 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 we're talking about just, just thinking. When you Just say you and your buddies go to the bar, you know, Army, and lab driving, D-rolling with lab. Mm-hmm. Lab, we all drinking. You get a DUI. We all go in front of the first sergeant that Monday morning. He cussing me out just as much as he cussed you out because you're going to say, why the hell you let him drive? Mm-hmm. Why the hell y'all didn't get a, car, a cab? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Fast forward. If you see, now to subdue the guy and keep his knee on there, why didn't you say nothing to him? Mm-hmm. You're more concerned with the people on the curb. Mm-hmm. Keep it in mind, you know. If sun go down, your ass gonna be in trouble too mm-hmm. because you witnessed it. Right. Why did he say nothing? Okay. And I, that that that's, that's sticking with me because I bit like I said again, I ain't never been with nothing like that with nobody. A lot, of, a lot of police don't say nothing. A lot of police will be next to their partner doing something that they know that's wrong or Ill, that they know is illegal within their department and won't say anything. That's the culture. I get it, but it, it, that can be take police out of it. That can be just like y'all working in the bank. Mm-hmm. Man, I know. Man, I know. I know Lab taking a little couple of little money here. Mm-hmm. He got a little scheme. He be faking for money. You know, this guy, he got tax, little scheme and mm-hmm. everything doing that. You know, he managed the artist over there, man. They actually paid him 5000 He gave the artist like $3,500. Mm-hmm. Everybody got some kind of thing from an ethics standpoint that they see and they turn it on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not even just in policing. But it goes back to, again, let's go back, Lab. It's a whole different thing when I know my ass can get in trouble with you. Right. See, if I know you do it and I ain't got a damn thing to go with it, I can always be like, what they say in court, I can't recall. Right. That's right. the thing they say on stand. <laughs> I can't <laughs> when, recall it. Yeah, I can't recall it. Right. But when it's known that you know, that's a whole different dynamic. Right. So you definitely see it. So that means what? You got the same amount of liability. Right. Right? Right. That's where I'm lost. For the simple fact, you got folks with cameras. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going back and we're talking about thinking. Like, damn, man, look, you got to sit here, you know, the emotional side, y'all get back. We're, you know, this, that, and that. You know, you know we're a team, we're brothers, blue clothes, blue coat. Shit, man, hey, bro, your ass can get in trouble, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> they fired all of them and charged all of them. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind, that's where, you know, you sit there looking at, we're going back just to thinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we talking about everybody in general because, again, that's not, a lot of people, we see things from an ethics standpoint, we're like, hey, you know, that ain't right. But it's a different thing when you can get in trouble. Right. See, I know you're a thief is one thing, but I see you stealing shit. Mm-hmm. Now I got well, some I'm kind a, of liability. Well, I'm, well, I'm holding the window open for you. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Get it. Or even if I sit out there and watch you, right. you know, I'm, I'm some kind of accessory. 
if I sit out there and watch, you know, you did it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that could be stealing, murdering, anything, right. beating, whatever. You know, if a teacher knows a child's got a whooping or, or got some pain, that teacher get reprimanded. That teacher doesn't uh, let people know, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like when you, when that kind of stuff happens, we have to have that that moral compass, that common sense, that little. Uh, we were in the cartoons. You got the blue devil and, and the, the, and the little angel. Yeah. <laughs> now, listen to him. Now, listen to him. Listen to him. Yeah, listen to right. him. <laughs> Shit, you got to sit here and just say, go on. Go on. Devil, right. get the hell off. You know, <laughs> and uh, a lot of times people don't do that. And that's the thing I think that's biting. Uh, this came and bit a lot of people in the butt, you know, in, in terms of, you know, just having, you know, good old-fashioned common sense, having some kind of moral compass to know, like, hey, this ain't right. For whatever part you are in that thing. And um, uh, again, this is Change the Live, host by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Tonight's show, we're talking about how to think rationally uh, instead of emotionally. We just went through, you know, different uh, uh, description in terms of about emotional thinkers. Then we went over some rational thinkers. And what I want to kind of go over, and we've been talking, touching base with over the show, is some of the ramifications of being too emotional on some on some stuff, and, and, and instead of just being Put some thought to it. Again, went through the pros and cons of being emotional and being, you know, too lo- or, or and uh, being logical. But I think it's probably safe to say, like what Lab said, you know, have some kind of mixture of both, where you can have some kind of feeling about certain things, but still knowing, hey, this is the proper way or the best way to go about things. Mm-hmm. And so, what I want to kind of go over now is some of the ramifications about not necessarily thinking everything out, just going straight emotional. And having a a, uh, a solid emotional, not thought out response, instead of having some kind of thought out agenda or anything. And the first being, when you go through and just go shoot from the hip and have a reaction that you haven't stopped or uh, uh, thought through, a lot of times you prove, prove folks right when they say, you know, they don't they don't know what they're talking about. They were being crazy. They 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 didn't. They are reacting in a certain way. Any kind of negative tag they want to put on you, sometimes you can prove them right because you have this emotional response where you snapping, mm-hmm. you moving away, you're doing certain things. It kind of, you know, give a little, you know, validity to it. Right. I like, mean, what the hell? You see it on tape? He cursing me out. Right. The officer is wrong. You taping it. And that's why I'm kind of talking about with the FBI agent. Like, he's wrong, but... They can always go back. Look how he talking to us in public. Mm-hmm. Look how he doing this. He don't sound like an FBI agent. Mm-hmm. They were totally wrong for profiling him, mm-hmm. and they were actually fin to take him, you know, in from the beginning. Man, look at my wallet. Right. They have seen it. Whatever. Now let me get, let me get y'all cards. Mm-hmm. And all hell been broke loose. Right. But because you acted that way, hey man, I told y'all we got a call about somebody was tall, black, and acting crazy. Mm-hmm. Did you see him acting crazy? Did you see him doing that? Right. And again, we can say no, 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 but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. They got proof that you that you gave them. Mm-hmm. Your proof, hey, look, man, they wrong for doing that, and I understand you pissed off, but he knows. You talk about FBI training. We're talking about they have some of the most elite, elite training in terms of professionalism standards and how to maintain your bearing and everything mm-hmm. like that. So you acting that way, come on now. Right. Come on now. And it seemed like that was somebody in his camp that was taping. I wouldn't have had that damn video come out. Mm. It's too late now. 
No, because that's why I say I know he had to get in front of his superiors. Like, what the hell is this, man? Right. This ain't how we care ourselves. Right. And like I said, they were totally wrong. But you kind of tainted yourself. Like, hey, look, y'all seen the tape? He cursed us out in public. He do that, that, you know. And that's the thing about it. You ever had that supervisor? I know I was in corporate America. Yeah, that supervisor. He's emailing, standing at your door. Hey, Deontay, we got a meeting uh, tomorrow morning. Just make sure you're there. Next thing you know, he emailed you. Man, then you just stand on my damn door, tell me that. Yeah, yeah. But they doing what? Covering their butt. But, right. That's one thing I learned. I learned a lot from a lot of white folks in corporate America. They cover, they <laughs> say, <laughs> masters of cover. That's a damn movie right there. Right. Masters of cover. Yeah. <laughs> Sit there talking to you. They always do all those kind of things that you talk about just to cover their tail. Mm-hmm. And I like that. That was really one thing I definitely learned. And you just like, we just talked about that, but it's not to remind you. It's a couple of their own they tell and everything. That was one of the biggest things when I left, man. Like, you know, all the stuff that we have personal opinions on the Deontay shit, it ain't wrote down. When it when I know stuff ain't wrote down, I knew then, like, okay, well, we just talking about hearsay. But that's one of the biggest things, just being able to uh, uh not prove anybody right. You know, give be able to keep some kind of bearing, because like I said, again, once you lose your cool, you kind of validate some stuff. And that's one of the things when we get emotional, mm-hmm. we forget, like, nah, that ain't the right way to handle it. The next thing is, when when something wrong happened to you and you just react and you get pissed off, like say you want justice, you want you know police to get uh, you know get this to get done, and you tearing up shit, you never sit down and really think about what what you really damn want. Right. You know, you hear everybody all the time. Now, I think about what the Charlemagne uh, interview uh, Joe Biden, mm-hmm. and he was just saying, well, we want a black gender, and they were like, well, well, what do you want? Well, we'll start with a black female. Uh, vice president mm-hmm. shit man look let me at the end of the day we need a lot of shit right this shit shooting off the top of your damn hip that ain't gonna damn work <laughs> because this whole these demands shouldn't have been given to joe biden these demands should have been given when you had six candidates mm-hmm. and having them debated you know and everything mm-hmm. and now you only got one damn person at the end of the day is either him or trump right so you're trying to Bogart them, whatever, and, and and this go back to what I say. A lot of times, people don't necessarily know how to negotiate mm-hmm. because, say, you don't vote for Biden, right? Mm-hmm. And you just show, or you show that you're not gonna follow him, mm-hmm. and he wins. Same thing will happen with Trump. Shit, Trump like, as soon as he got off, what he say, man, hey, y'all didn't follow me. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I ain't got no incentive to do shit for you. Right. But you're the president of everybody. I'm the president. Folks voted for me. And, <laughs> Yeah. Damn what it's supposed to be. This is what it is. Yeah, right. And you got to be smart about that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying kiss nobody tail, but I'm saying you have to sit here and think mm-hmm. and stop just shooting from the hip about what you want and everything. And that's why I said we started looking at, hey, this is what we need to propose. This is what we need to have on the plate. And a lot of times people just go from we want to have this. And you, you hear all the time people talk about even with uh, Barack Obama, he didn't help black folks. So the flip side of it is, you ask, what, 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 what didn't he do? Right. And some of the stuff, a lot. Well, what I hear a lot of times, those weren't things the president is supposed to do. Those are things your city councilman no, or your your, no, your 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 county commissioner or maybe your governor should have done. Right. But you don't know shit about politics. You just think this man, because he's the president, he's supposed to do every damn thing for you. But that's just some things that that's that's just straight federal level mm-hmm. that that or local level. I'm sorry, has nothing to do with him. And people just think, oh, well, he should have did this, he should have did that. That's not a president's thing. We see right now what's going on even with the pandemic. There's a separation between state and federal levels. Right. There's some things that only governors can co-sign that a president got veto powers, 
where he can kind of, well, not veto powers, but he can go over the, the governors, but it's hell and high water. They don't want to get across in those kind of lines. Mm -hmm. So I say it to say that I think if people become, spend time equipping themselves about knowledge, uh, become knowledgeable, mostly from a civic standpoint, they'll understand what people can and can't do and understand really the power that they do have. Right. But when you just shoot off the hip and react, that's the problem, react. You never sit down and think about, hey, man, listen, this is what I want or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, when you see the hostage situation in the movies, what's the first thing to negotiate? So what do you want? What Give you me want? your list of demands. Your list of demands. You know what I'm saying? They don't go in there just kicking in doors and <laughs> shooting and shit <laughs> that we right. see. Right, right. <laughs> I think they did that shit in Waco. You see yeah. what happened there? Everything burned down. Right. You know, and everything. But typically you see, okay, what's your list of demands? And we're going to work back and see what we can get from there and everything. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think a lot of times people don't have that. I'm just going to cuss his ass out and let him know how I feel. And like I said, that whole long ride home. <laughs> and then your, your wife, well, told you, you ain't got no job. I'm going to get some insurance. took us to get you that job. And now you ain't got no, see? Oh, you know, man, you know, it just. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Oh, Lord have mercy. You got to tell your lady now. I think you might got to go back to the flames for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back. Got to go back baby. to the flames. <laughs> you know. Um, another thing is, too, when you cross those lines like that, you um, you can't take back what you said or did. Can't take mm -hmm. back what you said or did. You're hitting that right now with a lot of folks that are, let the Drew Brees come in. Now you got to double back because everybody having that. You got to. Apologize, I didn't know. You do what the hell you say. It be a right. man say that shit. I, I have more respect for you. Shit, if I don't like it, I don't like it. You know, if you right. want to say I don't like kneeling, because I can respect you say you don't like people kneeling for the flag because your granddaddy or whatever. I can respect that. I might not like it, but stick with that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Stick with it. Right, right. Don't be like, well, I don't know this, that, and that. Come on now. You know, it's a lot of stuff that white folks do that I don't like. It's right. the stuff that we do that you don't like. But but be a man and think. But see, the thing of it is, you didn't think before you said some shit. You just said it. You just said some shit. It wasn't, and at the end of the day, when you at home, and I've been guilty of it, you want to sit there and say something, fly back to your wife. <laughs> just pour you another glass of Old Forrester. Like what you put Yeah, me like, ah. But she gonna catch you at a time. Like, well, let me tell you something. <laughs> you know, but you know, you just gotta be, you know, smart enough to understand. Like, you don't want to get to a situation where, you know, damn man, I wish I hadn't said that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you meant it, but it just really wasn't the time or the place. Exactly. So, you know, again, we talking about some of the ramifications of just, you know, exploding from an emotional standpoint. Um, another one is, you know, uh, losing credibility. Mm -hmm. You know, again, that's what we kind of talking about then. You said, now, you have a valid point in regards to that person running the office was wrong how he did it. But my reaction had me lose a lot of credibility because he initially approached me from a wrong standpoint. But me cussing the officer out, you've seen the videos, you a stupid mother. You yeah. that and that and everything. And you kind of like, well, I told you, you look threatening. And you see him this, that, and that. You are justified in being upset right but you're not justified in your reaction yeah i read a book that says i i i don't i can't i don't have any control over how you what you say or what you do to me mm -hmm. but i have it is my responsibility on how i react absolutely you know what i'm saying absolutely yeah absolutely and, and, and your reaction 
it's gonna tell everything. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you could be the, totally right, but that response pff, throw everything out the window. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people don't think about that, you know, in terms of that, you know, but the way you handled it, you kind of took away from it. No, mm-hmm. no, nah, nah, but he, he shouldn't even stop. The way you handle it can do it. And now you put it to the uh, uh, subjection to another person. Because mm-hmm. even when we sit there and say it, like, I can I can understand how, why you reacted. I understand why you did. Mm-hmm. But now I got to sit here. You didn't you didn't leave it black and white. Well, he just did you wrong. And you stayed in compliance. He did you wrong. And now you did some wrong. And now we got to kind of figure yeah, it out. Yeah. And that's the problem to come with that. So, like, we don't want to lose any credibility with that. Uh, and I think this, the last one, I think this is the most important of everything. A lot of times when we operate from an emotional standpoint, our message gets lost. Mm-hmm. We can have a valid point in terms of what we're trying to do and what we're trying to get accomplished. We're fighting, we're fighting for civil rights. We're fighting for equality. We're fighting for against police brutality and everything like that. But when you start doing stuff from an emotional standpoint, everything gets lost because now we're trying to fix all these crazy-ass reactions. Mm-hmm. Those reactions have done so much damage and have hurt so many people. We're forgetting why we're here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about it, but then people trying to find a correlation between why the hell you burn this old man's stove down mm-hmm. that been there 30 years and George Floyd. Right. I get you. you see what I'm saying? Now you might can you you might have you you had some traction setting the police station on fire. A little traction. Yeah. Yeah. You might got a little traction burning the police car. Mm-hmm. But then you start again. Yeah, I'm not condoning. I'm just saying like okay, well you pissed at them. You doing something to them. Mm-hmm. These other damn folks. What the hell they do to you? That's like you hit me, and I walk. I walk past you and go punch Rick in the eye. Exactly. <laughs> Cause you hit me. Exactly. Yeah. And now you sitting there like, what in the hell? <laughs> and now everybody's talking more about the what? Right. The riots and mobbing. And they ain't necessarily focus on that. Right. Or the, the riot and mobbing, they ain't, they ain't focus on the problem and solution. Exactly. And um, people got to be careful with it. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I, I really wanted to do tonight's show to kind of discuss that because, you know, far too often when people are making these kind of decisions, and I think, you know, the big picture ramifications of it. Who are they going to affect, including themselves, mm-hmm. in a negative standpoint? You know, there are a lot of brothers and sisters in jail right now because they didn't think mm-hmm. before they reacted. And maybe if they took a second or two to think, you know, they probably wouldn't be in the situation they're in now. Right. You know, that nigga looked at me wrong. That nigga smiled at me. That nigga, you know, he took my girl. He said something to me on the phone. Well, whatever he said to you on the phone and worth your ass sitting for that 10 damn years, right. you know, and everything. And I just think that that kind of thought process is just lost. Mm-hmm. Like I said, just that reaction of thinking. And I just want to encourage people to not lose your, your, your passion, not lose your energy in terms of, you know, fighting for what's right, but bring some kind of passion into the damn thinking mm-hmm. and everything, you know, understanding that look, man, you got to sit here and, you know, kind of give things some thought before you move. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want everyone, you know, with, with this show, I want everybody to kind of, you know, leave the show thinking about, like, when I want to make a decision, I want to do something, I want to protest, what am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. 
not necessarily that I'm doing it to to to, uh, to bring you know uh, uh, pay allegiance or pay respect to George Floyd. What do I want, big picture wise? Do I want additional training for police officers? Do I want you know additional psychological testing? Do I want to have more community policing? Do I want to have uh, community review boards? Those are the kind of things that are tangible you can sit here and ask for mm-hmm. in hopes of bringing some kind of change. But if you turn around and just sit here and say, we want the ass to go to damn jail, that shit ain't going to go too far. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And like I said, the focus is still going to be you tearing up shit in your community. Because mm-hmm. I tell you right now, once the smoke clears and it does settle, they're going to leave your damn neighborhood a total damn war zone and come back and fix it when they want to. Mm-hmm. The business is not going to come back. No one's going to be want to put any money into it and everything. And now you're stuck. And you thought it would be effed up before then. Mm-hmm. It's really going to be effed up now. Right. You see what I'm saying? And I just think that kind of thought process got to go to. do the due diligence in the area and see if it's a viable place to reinvest. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Hell, you can't. Re- you, even just think about reinvesting. You you know just being from just uh, uh, commercial real estate background, mm-hmm. hell. If the insurance is going to improve you, approve you to have yeah, a business there. there. Yeah. That's one of the things a lot of times people don't understand, like with a business, that it, it so much goes, more goes into it than you just want to open up there. We're talking about zoning, uh, zoning uh, 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 which is probably the number one thing, it being viable mm-hmm. with insurance coverage. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times you hear a lot of companies say, man, they, they want to. They won't give felons a chance or they won't hire us. It's not that they want to hire you. I think everybody wants somebody that want to come to work. You done did so many years down the road. You ready to get your life together. You you older, you ready to go to work. Who the hell don't want to hire you? They can't hire you because the insurance won't cover it. That's why. That's why they won't hire you. It ain't got a damn thing to do with what you did 10 years ago. I, I can look at you and tell you're older, you're selling, you want a damn work, take your family. I see that. Right. My insurance ain't going to cover you. Right. That's the damn problem. And I had one, because I had a commercial cleaning company. That was one of the issues. Mm-hmm. I had one young lady, she was calling by the hood. She had a nerve to say, well, why don't you get a high insurance? You know, why don't you go get a broomstick for you and your husband? <laughs> you know what I'm just saying, like, I remember that. Right. Why don't you get a high insurance? But that's the thing about it. Like, we have to be able to think, man. Mm-hmm. Think, 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 think. And I think if we focus more on pausing and reflecting on what my decisions can Mm-hmm. can affect and pause and sometimes think about really what do I want I think we'll be a lot better off because mm-hmm. right now you got a lot of people that are right now hurting more than themselves mm-hmm. Cause like I said I, I just posed this challenge if you really want to prove you know that you want to you know that, that your actions are damaging tear your shit up mm-hmm. tear your shit up I said okay shit he said his he said his house on fire. Mm-hmm. Okay, he means something. He means something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't set my shit on. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and I tell you, you do that, you know. But the problem coming up is a lot of times people ain't got that. Mm-hmm. So they ain't, hurt, they ain't thinking that good. True. You think a little different. You think a little different when you, when you got your own. And yeah. you know how hard it is to get something. You don't really feel it as much, mm-hmm. you know, and everything, man. But uh, we're all in a situation. I think we got to do a lot of healing, a lot of forgiving. I ain't be, I ain't, I'm not with any damn forgetting, but we got to be realistic about how change is going to be going about. Because mm-hmm. I, I think there's some uh, some real solid things that have to be asked for. A proper agenda is everything. A yeah. proper understanding and a proper message to what we want for going forward is, is needs to be established. Yeah, and I think, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, I think the, the first thing you need to be that I think you need to get 
a lot of your community leaders and activists that are knowledgeable and get some of these damn celebrities the f out of there mm. that just saying stuff that you know you know and that ain't no knock on nobody and everything but you got a lot of people that are a lot more uh skilled in community development organization and stuff like that you know and everything that's just like getting a damn uh, a movie star or a musician in a damn bank to run it mm-hmm. they don't know what the hell they doing that they don't make because just because you done made some money that don't mean you know anything about financing. Right. Just because you done bought a house and a building don't mean you know anything about what? Commercial development. Right. So I'm just saying, like, you putting these people in these places, and now they're quote-unquote black leaders, that shit, no hell. <laughs> and you need to get, there are people out there that just don't have a voice. And you need to get those folks in place to, to negotiate with that right. stuff. And I right. think some of that shit is strategic. Mm. Why they ain't giving a damn voice. But I think until you get those kind of people that can sit at the table and give some kind of plan, about how to move forward instead of just, you know, because, uh, you know, going back to what a couple of weeks ago they were talking about the damn uh, the water boys, the kids selling the water on the mm-hmm. corner. Mm-hmm. And I heard the one city councilman, and I'm, I'm glad I didn't even thought about this. Let me tell you what pissed me off because I heard the one female city councilman, I can't remember her name, she was saying like the kids are aggressive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they coming to the cars and they being damaging. See, I just remember me growing up over there, over there on Bankhead at the, the Kmart asking them ladies can I take the bags to the car. Mm-hmm. So I used to be that kid like they're hustling like right, that. Right. They not aggressive. They unpolished. Right. And and it's hot and they just trying to get a couple sales. Well that's thing they, they, they just need some grooming. Mm-hmm. I mean for the simple fact the simple fact that the child or young person individual is selling shit mm-hmm. and, and, and not doing that should say a lot. Right. So so much more that so they could much, be doing so that's illegal that you could be complaining about. Yeah, and you sit there and complain about that. Listen, put shit in place. Now, I understand it's dangerous running in a city. I get it, but they're not aggressive. They're unpolished. Mm-hmm. Holler at them. And and not only that, you are looking at a child, a child, mind you. Some of them eight, nine years old that actually has to go out there and sell stuff in order to have money to get things, and they might be necessities. So you gotta take up it that way. What you gotta say to yourself? What is going on in this community that these kids gotta even be out here selling something? Well, well, they could be cool. But, but, be, and it's they, fine. They, Don't they, get. It's nothing wrong with it. But at the same time, what what else can, can we help them with? Oh, what, what, absolutely. Right. To your point, they can have no money at home, mm-hmm. or they can be in a stable home. But they got to hustle trying to get it the right way. Right. The focus should be less on how they doing it. It more should be teaching them the right way to, to do, do it. And Again, you ain't got no more pick programs. You ain't got no more, uh, you know, uh, uh, any more uh, gyms and stuff being mm-hmm. opened up and everything like that. Shit, come on now. Stop criticizing and helping. You, you damn the show don't ain't got barely got any parks. Anything. Come on no, now. No boys and girls club. No YMCA. You barely got any of those things that we had when we was growing up, which was getting scarce then. But come on, man, they could but, be doing a lot more stuff. But, but it goes back to what we're talking about tonight. That's an emotional reaction. Action. I'm pissed off because they walked under my car and they all doing it. They leaving trash out there. Mm. Come on, man. We go rational and we think it logically. Well, look, how can we make this thing better? Mm. How can we fix this? How can we do this? Thing? How can we help these kids out? Because I just remember the big head Asian guy coming out with a broom, cussing at us. Mm. Get the hell out front of the store. We ain't trying to steal shit. We trying to get some money in our right, pocket. Right. And I just remember that. 
and everything. And I also remember that 10 years, 20 years later, and I tried to buy the place, they wouldn't sell it to me. <laughs> yeah, you remember me, motherfucker. Hey, you know, and everything. I remember that, too. We used to do it at that store called Poppins, help to their car and stuff like that. And the guy used to come run us out, come try to run us out. And there was one guy in my crew. He's like, oh, you want me out here selling stuff? I mean, trying to help these folks? I'm going to go in the store and get what I need. And he used to literally go in the store and steal what he needed. Yeah. It is this way or the other way. He used to always tell He used to always say to me, I'm going to get it one way or the other. Well, that's the thing about it. <laughs> when you got, you know the kids are thinking, mm -hmm. hey, let's do it the right way. Help them out. Help them out. That's what I say. Help you know? them out. Let them, you don't, if you don't, I, I've seen them come off, come up to me for water. And I'll buy it if I have it, or I'll, I'll give them money, and i say I don't need the water. But at the same time, if I say, no, nah, I'm good, they leave me alone. I have never had one bam on my window or say something when I say, I'm good, bro. He, he Go to the next car. I've never had an issue, ever. Hey, and if you had a holler, him, look at man. You know, pull your pants up a little bit, do mm -hmm. this, that, and that, mm -hmm. and everything. Yes, sir. All mm -hmm. right. You got to understand, you can't get those kids sometimes confused with your kids. Right. And like I say again, it's not the aggressive polishing. And I, I just, you know, me then, me now, I understand how it was. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I might, I never curse nobody, but sometimes I might have been a little rough on the edges. Mm -hmm. You know, with everything. Hey, you need some help? Right. You know, whatever. Just, I just, might scare the hell out of the old lady, you know. Cause you, I just remember me Because you're 10 and you hyper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you, man. My guy, I said, yeah. no, we run and grab the bag. Yeah. Get the hell on. Yeah. But we... You know, but you're not gonna hurt. It ain't nothing gonna happen to it, her. Exactly. Right. They just need polishing. Right. And like I said, I just remember me during them days. That was me, too. man. Yeah. Standing out there, right there, at Kmart and everything. You from the neighborhood? They remember us little boys be out there. Yeah. You know, need some help. You know, and everything. And that was us, man. And uh, um, when I heard that, it really bothered me to hear the city councilman say that these kids, this, that, and that. Yeah, they are that, but help. Helpful, and, and that's why I said we're going back to this emotional way of thinking. Those emotional words, I'm sorry, that, those emotional words, you know, they're aggressive and that and, and negative words mm -hmm. just ain't polished. They need some grooming, right? You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing about it. You get the officers, and I know they're doing their job, fussing at the kids. Y'all can get hit by a car, right? Mm -hmm. Shit. Volunteer some time, you know, instead of you, you know, you got to deal with ass and the rest of me every day. got a bad they, image of you because yeah. every time they see you. Here you come. And, 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 and that ain't going to necessarily stop them. Right. So now you should time. Hey, man, let me, let's talk. How can we do this better? Mm -hmm. You know, let, let, let's partner with uh, Marta or one of these gas stations where y'all on the corner there. Mm -hmm. And people can pull in and do that. I'm just saying there are so many things that can be worked in from adults. And I don't, I don't think it's a, an issue with the kids selling the water, whoever this council person is. I don't think it's that issue. It's more of an image issue. They just don't want the people seeing them on the corner. That's, Absolutely. That's all it is. It has nothing to do with them being aggressive. It has nothing to do with them selling the water on the corner or when they get off the highway or even about their safety. It is all about the image of the city. When people come in, they see little kids selling water. Hey, man, you got to get past that shit because it is what it is. Like we just said, they could be doing a lot of other shit. It could be a bunch of cars on blocks <laughs> in in the parking lot if you want. I mean, it just it you you gotta you gotta pick your poison when you start picking that scab. You gotta pick your poison. Well, you, well, you hit it on the head. Just because it's not uh, 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 addressed, you know, at, at, at that time the way you know taking them away, that's not gonna take away their need for wanting money. Exactly. Or, or that need for money. Right. So again, it's gonna get taken care of some way somehow. <laughs> and I just think that a lot of times people not giving that and everything, and you know. 
I don't want to sit here and speak for nobody and say people don't care or they don't have the uh, uh, the right intentions. But it, it hurt me when I heard that word, you know, they're being aggressive and they don't disrespectful. Yeah, I saw I saw an article and it said, and the city councilman said that they scanned the people when they get out the highway. Well, I don't know how much you can scan somebody for a hundred for a dollar. <laughs> If they, if they scared, they probably in the wrong neighborhood anyway. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I just, uh, you know, I don't see. There's no reason to be scared of them children, even the ones out there with their football uniform and helmets. I don't see no reason to be scared of them, unless they got a Paul uniform on and they got a beard thick as mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little different, right? Oh, bro, play twenty and under. Right, You know, Pee Wee. You know, Pee Wee football. Nah, man. So, so please, you know, just a. If anything, I can leave you guys with tonight. Please just think before you speak and think before you do. And I think everybody be in a much better place. Again, it's Change the Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. The show tonight has been how to think rationally before you think emotionally. And I hope we gave you some good information for you to help you guys think about, you know, thinking um, logically and rationally before you go out there on your own and just go off your, your, your raw emotions and make a, a decision that you might regret later. Uh, go to the uh, Changing Lives, hosted by your truly. Go to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel um, where we talk about motivation, current events. Um, um, I'm about to forget all what my channel is about. Motivation, <laughs> current events, personal development, some finance. And also go to Mr. Short. Dollar. We talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and everything. A lot of great information on both YouTube channels and also both Facebook pages. So, um Got a lot of good information out there. I want to tell you again, thanks for you guys for all the support. Again, I was glad, you know, my homecoming today. We been out the, you know, been at, you know, Deontay Burton studio for the minute and everything. But, you know, like I said, no place like home. Everybody be safe out there. You know, we got any curfews and stuff like that. Be smart and be safe and be careful, okay? Love you guys and I'll see you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>